Hey friends, welcome to episode number 96. This is all about embracing discomfort. Welcome to the Solo Women Travel Tribe podcast, where life coach and solo travel expert, Zena teaches you how to feel confident, empowered, and prepared to take on any solo travel experience. Here is your host, who is not afraid to say it like it is, Zena Jones. Hey friends, fancy having you here. (laughs) Welcome back to the podcast. Now, first of all, I need to address the fact that we skipped an episode last week, right? I have to apologize. I was sick. I had no voice, quite literally. You might even notice that my voice is still a bit different, a bit strange, especially if you are a regular listener. (laughs) I've kind of got that kind of raspy like husky voice going on so you know what I am so grateful to have a voice so however it sounds is absolutely great (laughs) so yes we did miss an episode last week but that's okay we are back today we are talking about embracing discomfort now this is something I enjoy talking about so I'm very excited for this episode Now, embracing discomfort often sounds like something that we have to do, right? That we should do, right? And as an introvert, I've often thought that in order to get the things I want, in order to, you know, do the things I want to do, that I need to get outside of my comfort zone, that I need to be more extroverted, more outgoing, right? All of these things that I don't necessarily want to do, I have to do them, And that is outside of that zone of comfort, right? But what if we can become people who want to embrace discomfort? Like what if that was something you wanted to do? You wanted to embrace discomfort. You wanted to be more uncomfortable. And here's the thing. It's 100% possible, my friends. I am going to show you how. Because everything we want in our lives is on the other side of feeling uncomfortable, right? Otherwise, we'd already have it, wouldn't we? Yes. So I want to share with you something that one of my clients said today, actually, on a coaching call. So this is what she shared with me. I've gotten out of my comfort zone more times than I can count. I've been in total discomfort more than half the time since we began working together. And it is working. I actually am enjoying being in the discomfort zone. I find it challenging and I like challenges. I go for it like I am hungry for more. Now that feedback, my friends, that comes from a fellow introvert, a woman who lives alone. And she was actually, she shared this with me today. She was so hesitant to sign up for coaching Because she was afraid of doing things like this. Afraid of having to do things outside of her comfort zone. And now look at her. Right? She's enjoying doing it. She wants to do it. And here's the thing. If you can learn how to feel uncomfortable and keep moving forward, there will be nothing out of your reach. 
See, we are terrified of feeling certain emotions because we've never been taught how to feel our feelings, okay? I know I was not taught this. Like I didn't, you know, attend a class in school or high school or college or anywhere. I didn't read a book anywhere throughout my life that taught me how to feel my feelings. So I want to introduce you to one of the concepts that one of my coaches taught me. So this is my coach, Amy Ladder, and I am part of a six-month mastermind with her now, and we both trained together at the Life Coach School. Now, she has this amazing concept called the emotional scale, and I want to share this with you, okay? So picture a scale, and if you don't know what I mean, it's basically just a ruler. You could picture a, a clear kind of ruler or just a blank line on a piece of paper, right? Now, in the middle of that scale, you draw a line in the middle and you've got zero. Now, down the left-hand end of that scale, you have negative 10. And down the right-hand end, the opposite way, you've got positive 10, okay? So... This is our emotional scale. In the middle, at zero, we have neutral. Okay, so that's feeling neutral. Like you're feeling neither here nor there. You're right in the middle, you're at neutral. Now down at the negative 10 end, we've got all of the worst possible emotions that you could ever imagine, that you could ever feel, okay? So for me, some of the worst emotions are grief and terror, now, for some people, shame is one of the worst emotions that they think they can experience. So that would be down that end. And then at the other end of the scale, down at, at positive 10, right, in the positive end of the scale, we've got the best emotions you could ever experience. We've got feelings like love and joy and elation, right? Now, every single human emotion is sprinkled throughout the scale, now, where my emotions fall on that scale and where your emotions fall will be different, right? So I want you to think of some of the more regular positive emotions you have and where you might place them on the scale. So for example, maybe you feel happiness and that's around a positive seven, right? Or maybe you feel inspired and that's a positive six. Maybe it's just calm and for you that's a positive three. And then again, what are some of your more regular negative emotions that you experience and where would you place them on that scale? So for a lot of us, we have anxiety, right? And when I experience anxiety, I would put it around about a negative six. But some of my clients would say to me, it's more of like a negative eight, a negative nine, right? Depending on how they experience it in their bodies, right? And another negative emotion I often have, <laughs> I've recently discovered this one, and I'm working on it, and that is a version of annoyed or irritated, right? And for me, it's around about a negative four when I get that, okay? Now, we have grown up being told things like, don't feel bad, don't worry, there's nothing to worry about. Don't be sad, right? We've literally grown up in society thinking that everything on the negative end of our scale is bad, right? And it should be avoided wherever possible at all costs, okay? Now, here's the thing. 
This is something that Brene Brown teaches, okay? And if you don't know her work, oh my God, she's amazing. Go check her out as soon as you finish this. So we can't selectively numb our emotions, okay? If you can't feel the pain, then you can't feel the joy, okay? So if you can't fully experience all of the pain, you can't fully experience all of the joy, right? You are putting yourself in a tight, restricted box, right? You are selectively trying to numb, and that has an effect on both ends of your scale. All of these emotions, every emotion on that scale, are what make us human, okay? And there are always going to be things in the world that happen that we want to feel negatively about. And I want you to really absorb that, okay? Hear me when I say there will always be things that happen in the world, that happen to us, that happen in our lives, that we want to feel negatively about. You know, so for example, when somebody we care about dies, we want to experience grief. We want to experience sadness because that's appropriate, right? It would be really weird to try and positive think our way out of that, <laughs> right? Feeling it makes us human, right? Now, my one of my other teachers, Brooke Castillo from the Life Coach School, I trained and became certified through Brooke, right? She taught me, and she teaches this concept that life is 50-50, right? And when I heard that, it was like a weight off the shoulders. Like I, I can stop trying to feel happy and positive all of the time, right? Because on any given day, we have things that happen that land us on both sides of that emotional scale. So for example, maybe you get to work today and you get given a beautiful bouquet of flowers. And you feel so grateful and happy and excited and loved, right? And all of these positive emotions. And then you leave work and you forgot that you parked in a red zone and your car's been towed and your car's just not there. And you're freaking out. You're angry. You're disappointed in yourself. You're pissed off, right? And you're down that negative end of the scale. So I want you to think about maybe a couple of circumstances, a couple of things that have happened over the past week that has landed you on either side of that scale, Right? Like what's something really good that happened that you felt really positive about and what's something maybe not so good that happened that you felt really negatively about, okay? Now, for most of us, because we didn't learn how to feel and experience our negative emotions when we were younger, what we're doing now is we are only trying to feel and experience the positive emotions, okay? And society really implies to us, so, you know, don't, don't feel bad that you haven't learned this. I think I really want to stress that. I didn't learn this. Most of us haven't learned this, right? And society implies that life should be positive in rainbows and daisies all of the time and that that is the goal, okay? So, so many of us are only trying to feel and experience those positive emotions. But my friends, it doesn't work that way because <laughs> that is not how we are wired as human beings, okay? So today we're talking about how to live the full range of these emotions and how to be willing to embrace the discomfort and feel the negative end of that scale, right? All the way from neutral down to negative 10. 
And when there becomes no feeling that you aren't willing to feel and experience in that negative end of the scale, right, there becomes nothing that you aren't willing to do. So imagine feeling fear, rejection, embarrassment, humiliation, without dying, without going down some deep, dark hole, right? But rather coming out the other side stronger after you have felt it, after you've experienced it. Now, in order to become a confident person, we are going to have to do things outside of our comfort zone, okay? You are going to have to fail. It's guaranteed. It needs to happen, right? And when you fail, you will experience a full right, or the full range of emotions, okay? So when you learn how to experience this feeling and process it, then, my friends, it will pass through you and it will move on. This is such a powerful process to go through. And I have taught this to so many clients now, and I use this on myself, right? And when we allow ourselves to feel the feeling, to go through the process I'm about to teach you, right? The feeling will pass through. It will move on. I, I know I've shared this before on the podcast before I talk about my experience of having anxiety when our COVID lockdown period like lifted and we were out sort of socializing and seeing people again. And I talked about how the anxiety I felt was so strong when I was kind of resisting it and avoiding it when I finally like let myself feel it. And I went through this process of, you know, describing it and what I'm about to take you through that it started to dissipate, that it started to release the weight that I felt. And it just kind of came and went in waves and it got lighter and lighter and lighter until it was completely gone. Now, the pain is felt when we try our hardest to avoid and resist our emotions, right? You've likely heard that saying, what you resist persists. Hell, yes, it does. <laughs> right? And remember, most of us were not taught that skill of feeling our feelings. So we have, for the most part, tried to resist them, tried to run away from them or reacted to them or avoided them, right? I'll often ask my clients to identify some of their common kind of go-to things for avoiding their feelings. And a lot of us will share some of the, the same ones, right? So when we're avoiding trying to feel our feelings, we will binge watch Netflix. We will drink wine or other alcohol. We will eat chocolate or we will overeat right? That's so common. Many of us have these go-to things that we use to resist and avoid feeling our feelings. So throughout this week, I want to encourage you to start becoming more aware of what you're feeling and trying to name that feeling. Now, it will really help if you can Google a list of emotions, a list of feelings, okay? Just have that list, even screenshot it and keep it on your phone, because just scrolling through that list when you're experiencing something, it will help you to pinpoint out, oh, oh my gosh, that's it. It's disappointment. That's what I'm feeling. Or it's despair, right? That's what I'm feeling. That was the word I wanted. Because when you first start to do this, when you start becoming very aware of your feelings, if you haven't done this before, it can be very difficult to start naming them and identifying them. So I find that having that list of feelings definitely helps. It has helped many of my clients. So throughout this week, check in with yourself, okay? Anytime you find yourself worrying, 
panicking, freaking out. Maybe it's procrastinating, agitated, kind of irritated, right? That's the one I'm aware of at the moment. Maybe you're just bouncing around all over the show, not getting anything really done or finished, right? That's the perfect time to think, hang on a second, what am I feeling? And put a one word name on it. Because remember, my friends, all of our feelings drive our actions. What we feel determines what we do and what we don't do. Okay? So now I'm going to take you through the exercise of feeling and processing an emotion. Now, you can always come back to this episode at a later date if you want to do this, like actually process it and feel it right? Otherwise, just listen to this. Maybe you can think of an emotion that you've had recently or that you're experiencing at the moment or something you try to avoid feeling, right? Maybe it's anxiety. You've got a lot of anxiety on a regular basis and you don't like it. Then great. Think about that when you go through this process with me now. Otherwise, you can always come back to this podcast and listen to this again next time you find yourself feeling a strong emotion, okay? Or experiencing one. So here's what we're going to do. Start by dropping out of your head and into your body, okay? We want to really listen to and feel and experience what is going on in your body. So I'm going to ask you to describe the feeling that you have in as much detail as possible. And when you're doing this for yourself, go really slow, okay? Really Slow down, take deep breaths, in and out, and really listen and tap into what you're experiencing in your body. Okay? So I want you to close your eyes and think about this. Where do you feel this emotion? Where is it located in your body? Is this feeling, is this emotion heavy or is it light? Is this feeling soft or hard? Remember, we're describing this emotion. Is this feeling moving fast or is it slow? Is there any sound in this emotion? What color is this feeling? And is there any texture with it? Is there anything else you would use to describe this emotion, this feeling? Now, I want you to stay with it. And remember that emotion is simply energy in motion, okay? So this is just a vibration in your body. And while you're feeling this, I want you to check in with your brain and ask, can you see that whilst you're feeling this emotion, you're experiencing it and you're allowing it, can you see that you are safe whilst experiencing this? Okay? Now stay in the emotion and I want you to take a few deep breaths. 
Now your brain is going to try and draw you back into your head, right? Your brain wants you to avoid and resist this feeling, but I want you to stay in your body. Allow the feeling you are feeling. Lean into it long enough for it eventually to stop pressing down on top of you. Okay, for that weight to start to release. And it's almost like the feeling sits down next to you. Okay. So keep breathing until you get to that point. Take a few deep breaths, staying in your body, allowing the feeling, leaning into it, and letting it lift off and move to sit next to you. Now sometimes it helps me for it helps for me to repeat something like this is shame. I'm just feeling shame. Right? Like it helps me to kind of repeat that slowly in my mind. Now this is really important is to question where this emotion is coming from, okay? Once it's lifted off and it's next to you, I really take a look at where is this emotion coming from? Why am I feeling this way? Now, in answering that question, where this emotion is coming from and why I'm feeling this way, I want to give you a hint. It's always our thoughts, okay? Our thoughts create our feelings. So what is it that you're thinking and believing that has you feeling this way? Right, so if you're experiencing shame, maybe you're thinking, I shouldn't have done that. Right, and that's creating that feeling of shame. And when you believe that, you feel shame. And then ask yourself, what does this emotion make me want to do? So for me, when I experience shame, I want to hide. That's what I want to do. So what does that look like for you? What do you want to do when you're experiencing and feeling this emotion? And look at that. Now lastly, I want you to offer yourself love and compassion. Because your brain is just doing its job right now, okay? Our brains are wired to freak out and keep us safe from danger, all right? They've evolved from caveman days. That's what they do. You're a human. And part of the human experience includes feeling the full range of emotions. So what can I think and believe in this moment in order to, sorry, what can I think and believe in this moment in order to offer myself love or compassion right give yourself love and compassion what can I think right now what can I believe even while I have the shame right here in order to offer myself love and compassion okay so I really want to encourage you to do that to Next time you have an emotion that you want to process, that you want to experience, right? Go through that process. The more willing you become to feel any emotion, to go through this process with your emotions, right? The more willing you will become to feel the full range of emotions, right? And when there's nothing we're not willing to feel, there becomes nothing that we won't do to achieve whatever it is we want, all right? Now, lastly, my friend, if you feel stuck, if you want to increase your confidence and your self-esteem to do more shit, then I want to invite you to join me on a free consultation call, okay? During this hour, 
we're just going to talk about you, all about you, where you are now and how to get you to where you really want to be living a life that you love with confidence. Okay, come and experience firsthand the difference that life coaching can make for you. So if you're interested, please visit solowomentraveltribe.com slash free call. And I would love to chat with you. All right, my friend, hope you have a magical, amazing, beautiful week. And as long as I have a voice, (laughs) I'll be back here with you again next week. All right, take care. Bye-bye. Hey, if you enjoyed listening to this podcast, then I want to invite you to sign up for a free consult call with me. This is a one-hour call where we get to talk all about you, where you are now in your life and where you most want to be. I will show you what is keeping you stuck and why you aren't yet where you want to be. And I'm going to give you a plan of the areas that you can start working on straight away to see the changes that you want in your life. You will also have the opportunity to hear about how to work with me as your one-on-one coach. Now, if you want to do this while I'm offering it, then make sure you head over to solowomentraveltribe.com slash free call. There is no better time than now to start feeling better and living the life that you want. I look forward to chatting with you.